How did you have time to do that? Are you just like sitting in your recording booth waiting for something to pop up? How is this even possible? But it is, and she did. Welcome to A Book in a Dream with Megan O'Russell, an author's adventure in writing, reading, and being an epic fangirl. Hello, my name is Megan O'Russell, and welcome to episode 32 of A Book and a Dream. Now, I hate to break it to y'all, but audiobooks are hard. So I've been meaning to get my work into audiobook for a year and a half. That's really sad. But that's when I sort of decided that I desperately wanted to get everything into audio at the beginning of this indie author adventure. If you don't know what I'm talking about, check out episode one of A Book in a Dream. It's quite the tale. Uh, but audio is really difficult. So if you look at it on the surface level, there are huge technical, technical aspects like saying the word technical with a microphone near you that you have to get right in order to be approved for audio, even for like Audible or whatever your preferred platform is, their tech specs are so specific and they have to be because you want to put out a good product. So right away, you have a lot of books that never make it into audio just because the time investment and the financial investment is so much. Even a lot of major publishers don't think it's worth it to put their books into audio. But I think it is, not only because I want to reach new readers, but also because I want to make my work accessible for as many people as I can. And there are some people who can't read written words or who don't have the time and the only time they can enjoy fiction is while they drive. And I want to be able to bring them an escape as well. So the process started out with me looking into a particular computer well, website. It's like a aggregator for audiobooks. And they have a function on there, which is really cool, where you can choose like what kind of narrator you want. So I was like, okay, well, I'm not going to be able to record all of my books by myself. I'm never going to have time to do that unless I completely give up writing new books, which I don't want to do. So I'll like go on this website and I'll find a narrator. This is going to be great. So I go in, I enter like, what kind of tone do you want them to have? What sort of age are they supposed to represent? Like all these questions. And then the website sends people who they think I would like to meet. And it's it's not even the website. There are like people who specialize in like sending you these suggestions, which sounds really cool, right? So in January, I want to say, when after a year of being like, I'm going to record everything myself and then being like, I'm never going to have time and give myself a nervous breakdown. So I set it all up, was going to audition for Girl of Glass. This site sends me like five or six people. And I'm like, oh, no, no, that's not going to work. And so I click the button that's like, this didn't work out. Send me more people. And I put in like, hey, Nolan Girl of Glass is like 17. And these women are like way too mature to be believable as a 17 year old. So they send me a few more back, but it's like a week in between. And I finally find two where I'm like, oh, maybe this could work. And I request auditions for them. So I get to send them like five minutes worth of material for them to record for me. And they were good, but I was like, I, I don't know. Because paying someone to record your audiobook is kind of a lot of money. And I'm like, I don't know if I want to invest in this. 
So I go back and I click again. And then it's like another week. So basically, I got massively discouraged because I just couldn't find the person I wanted and it was taking so much time. So I went back into, well, you know, I have spent my entire adult life on stage. Like, I'll just do it myself, which is impossible. I don't have time. But in my delusional, like, state of, I want to get it done, I was like, okay, I'll do it myself. But problems with audio is that you have to have such control over your environment because your noise floor has to be low. You have to be able to set up a sound booth. Like, recording for a podcast has some things that you have to be really careful of. Recording for an audiobook is entirely different. It is massively different. So I got discouraged again because I was like, I can't get my sound floor low enough. This isn't going to work. So then it got to the point where I was like, maybe I'll get like one audiobook out in 2020. Maybe. And then my brilliant husband was like, you know, a lot of theaters are shut down right now. And a lot of them are announcing that they're not reopening for the summer. So maybe you should check on a different site and see if there are some really good people available. And I was like, I don't. Well, I guess I should because I would be investing in the industry I love while investing in my own career as an author. So, yeah, that does sound like a really socially responsible and also smart thing to do. So, sure. So I go on to another website, different website. And I'm like, okay, I'll post again. No one's going to submit. And then I'll just like be disappointed and try and do it all myself again and give myself another nervous breakdown. And so I posted Girl of Glass and people started auditioning. A lot of them. And it's really cool because on this other website, which is very different from the first website, and notice how I'm not mentioning names because I don't want to make any indie authors mad. But on the second website, oh, and you can message me if you need to know which websites I'm talking about, but I'm just like, not going to put it in a podcast or on a video. So on the second website, you get to put in like your five minute script right away and then people audition with it. And so I was like, I put it up and I was like, okay, well, here's Nola's sides, whatever. Um, Maybe someone will audition. And like 10 minutes later, I got an audition from someone who recorded a five minute side. Like how, how did you have time to do that? Are you just like sitting in your recording booth waiting for something to pop up? How is this even possible? But it is. And she did. And then more kept coming to the point that I started freaking out because I was getting too many emails with the website telling me that I had new auditions to look at. Too many. Too many people. I have never, ever envied casting directors. Now I know I should never try for that job because that many people emailing you and being like, hey, you know you like me. Come on. Let me read for you. Super stressful. It is super stressful, but also very rewarding. It's like if you build it, they will come. But for real, they did. They did all come. And so I was sitting there panicking as I'm trying to sort through them. And my husband's like, you know, you could post the tethering for auditions too. So I did, which is kind of a great idea and kind of a horrible idea. Because then the number of audition emails I was getting doubled. I thought maybe there wouldn't be as many guys who auditioned. Nope. Actually, more guys auditioning for the tethering than girls auditioning for Girl of Glass. And one woman who emailed me very angrily because I wasn't looking at female narrators for the tethering. Yeah, that happened. She was not pleased with me. But whatever. 
So then I had to like sort through all of these auditions. And so it's this tab and it says you have six new auditions or five new auditions and it's always an overwhelming number. And then you press play and then some of them you hear like three words and you're like, are you a 90 year old man? Why are you auditioning to read YA? And then you press stop and then you don't have to listen anymore, which is great. You don't have to do the whole five minutes, but you sort through them and then you can add people to your favorites. And so it was about two or three days of me manically listening to auditions and putting people in my favorites folder and pulling people out of my favorites folder and like listening really closely for their characterizations or any weird vocal tics that would drive me crazy and then moving people out of my favorites and into my favorites and out of my favorites and into my favorites. It was like the audition hokey pokey. Everyone was moving everywhere. It was insane. It was great. It was great. You know why? Because in both books, I had like five people in my favorites in the end. And of course they were in like, you know, descending order because that's who I am as a person. But I actually, wait for it, managed to nab both of my first choice narrators. They're amazing. My Girl for Girl of Glass is like voiceover extraordinaire, also off-Broadway actress, like amazing, amazing, amazing. My male narrator for the tethering specializes in Shakespeare, which is like, I mean, pandemic is like not ideal for anyone, but I found a bright spot. I mean, obviously horrible and there are no real bright spots, but you know, I nabbed the Shakespearean actor who's really amazing for the tethering audiobook. So both of those things are going to be coming out sometime near the end of the summer. Uploading audiobooks is like a whole nother story that's super weird and complicated. So the current plan with audio, there is going to be a massive amount of audio coming out in 2020. And if you can't tell, I am so excited. So there is going to be the Girl of Glass series the tethering series. And because I'm a neurotic person who would drive any actor crazy and I don't want anyone in the world to hate me that much, I will be narrating the Anna Ilobrea series myself because there is no way that I could let another actor do that and not drive them crazy with notes. So we're just not going to do that. And I'm going to do it myself. And you know what? I now have an amazing sound engineer who I can just send my files to. And then he sends them back ready to be uploaded. I think outsourcing is like my new favorite thing in the world. So if you are an audiobook person, there is so much excitement coming your way. If you are an author and you've been like kind of sitting on the idea of like maybe hiring a narrator, now's the time, man. Now is the time because there are people who are narrating audiobooks who are like usually booked and blessed on Broadway and Now they're doing audio because Broadway is closed. So there are amazing people who will never be available again. So dive in. If you don't know the two sites I'm talking about, if you're an indie author, you probably figured it out. But if you don't know, message me. I'm happy to share. Just, you know, not on video or podcast. But it's amazing. And I am so excited to share this with all of you. And there will be like sneak peeks on YouTube. And there will be sneak peeks with the podcast. And... It's going to be so exciting and amazing. And I am so thrilled to have all of you on this audio centric journey with me. Until next time. Bye bye.